Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I'm Matt Ford and I'm joined, I'm just delighted to say I'm joined by Paul McCaffrey. Hi, Paul. I'm back. You are back. Yeah, we've been booked for something twice. You must have been desperate. <laughs> a lot of people said no, but <laughs> thank you for saying yes. Especially well, so close much. to broadcast. Sort of weird that <laughs> anyone in this industry would be so readily available. The show had already started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, what a treat to have you back for the World Cup as well. Mm, very exciting. Are you a fan of the World Cup, Paul? I'm enjoying it, yeah. Bit, I'm enjoying it. It's just nice to get up and there's football on all day, so it's just quite nice to sort of have it on in the background, even if yes. you don't sort of fully... I've got an 18-month-old daughter, so I can't always give it my full attention. No. Your daughter or the football? <laughs> <laughs> just a bit of a switcheroo there. We're both comedians. <laughs> Brace yourself. <laughs> and what do you like to um, wear when you're watching the football? Nothing. <laughs> oh, what a horrible <laughs> image. You really just plonk there, image. plonk there, naked. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a nice image for people, is it? Well, I don't know, if you're into that sort of thing. Are people into that sort of thing? Some people have been. I guess they are. I mean, there must have been at some point yeah. people into that sort of thing. <laughs> if you're into that sort of thing, tweet us out <laughs> on our football and say, I'm into that sort of thing. Enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. The World Cup special rock and roll football today. Poland are winning at half-time, 1-0 over Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, of course, they beat Argentina just a few days ago, and Tunisia lost 1-0 earlier to Australia, which all of this puts... Well, we'll talk about England and Wales in a bit. Here to take us through the World Cup is Mr Paul McCaffrey. Well, the first week is underway in the World Cup. There's been a couple of early upsets. Germany beat... Uh, sorry, Japan beat Germany. Oh, dear. Proving for once and for all that sushi is better for you than sausage. <laughs> Does that settle it? Is that what was at stake? Don't bring steak into it. Oh, Argentina got an Arabian fright when they lost 2-1 to Saudi Arabia. <laughs> A few big scorelines in the opening week. England got off to a flying start, beating Iran 6-2. It was Viva España on Wednesday when Spain beat Costa Rica and Gabby became the youngest player to score in a World Cup since Pelé. France put a snail on Australia's Barbie by beating them 4-1. This is getting quite jingoistic, actually. I'm worried about what the rest of this brings. Oh, no. <laughs> how, I mean, how much added time has there been? You've got a feel for Wales, who lost 2-0 with Iran scoring in the 98th and 102nd minute, respectively. Qualification now out of Wales' hands, who I believe have to beat us on Tuesday and for USA to draw with Iran. And while I'm on the subject... Oh, here we go. If there are any Iranians listening, <laughs> please, will someone start a Duran Duran tribute act called Iran Iran? <laughs> <laughs> There's been a lot of controversy uh, with players being told in no uncertain terms not to wear One Love armbands. Who knew that Qatar hated blue so much? <laughs> I mean, come on, it's no all rise, but guys, that is my World Cup roundup. <laughs> with 50 seconds still to go, he's got a heck of a fill to do here. What did you think of England last night then, Paul? It was... It was pretty dull, wasn't it? Went out to watch it. I think uh, come half time, people were wishing that Emmerdale was back on. Okay, just on the sushi versus sausage mm. debate, mm. Wh wh where are you on that? What do you prefer? I prefer sausage. Okay, so you want Germany to win? Uh, 
No, I don't sort of base who I want to win football matches on based on my sort of culinary. Okay. Well, but based on the intro you just did, it sounded like you did, you see. Yeah, that was more sort of on the health uh, health side of things, you know. I think sushi is better for you than sausage. What I was alluding to, that German, the German team have been eating sausage in the build-up to the World Cup and the J- Japanese have all been eating sushi. It, I hadn't thought it through. <laughs> That'd be a great rule if you had to only eat cuisine from your country in the before kickoff. God, we'd be screwed. Sewed <laughs> in the whole shepherd's pie. <laughs> it's obviously the debate the planet is having. What do you prefer, sushi, sushi or sausage? I think I'm team sausage. Yeah, we went to Berlin once. You had 27 sausages <laughs> in 48 hours. Then I got off the floor. <laughs> At R&R Football, our Twitter feed, you can vote at the moment. Sausage winning by 80%. (laughs) Now, you know, if if you had a sophologist here, like, what's his name? (laughs) Professor John Curtis, they might say, well, look, this is... um, Britain's a very pro-sausage country. Sausage (laughs) has been established here far longer than sushi has. But just to defend sushi for a second... Yeah. It's healthier. It is. Is it tastier? No. Absolutely not, though. No. Sausage is a lot, a lot tastier, particularly the currywurst in in oh, Germany. Bit so of that sort good. of spicy. It's ketchup. a kind of hybrid between a curry sauce and a ketchup, isn't it? Yes. It's, and you know, with that, what is it? Paprika they sort of sprinkle on the top. Yes. I mean, you you're really onto it then, aren't you? And curry powder. So what they do is they they make a curry ketchup by mixing curry powder with ketchup. Yes. And then they add curry powder on top. Oh. If you've not had a currywurst, you've got to have one. The Christmas markets across this country selling them. Are swimming with them. God. Because the thing is, you're tempted to buy the bratwurst, the sauerkraut, the fried, you know, and they are excellent. I take nothing away from them. (laughs) But you're always drawn to that. But do just experiment a bit. Let currywurst into your life. I mean, Paul's not joking. (laughs) You sound like a Bible. (laughs) (laughs) The end is nigh. Let currywurst (laughs) into your life. Got to. It's the one true saviour is currywurst. (laughs) Um, Now, someone's been in touch here. Martin the Plasterer says with this conversation, what's the worst that could happen? The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Three of our tabloids today went with the headline, Yawn in the USA. Really? Which ones? The Mirror, the Sun and the Star. That is the three tabloids, I suppose, Yeah, isn't it? I guess <laughs> there's the Mail and the Express as well, but they're your three. Red Tops, as we call them. Yes. Is is, is the Mail and uh, the Express tabloid? Yes. Is that just the format of the paper? The size, yeah. Right, Okay. And the content. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they're they're, they're tabloid newspapers, Paul. Okay, fine. They wouldn't deny it. They'd say, I am a tabloid. Every day's a school day, they wouldn't (laughs) deny it. Are you or are you not a tabloid? (laughs) He's not denying it. (laughs) Yawn in the USA. Uh, You said it was boring last night, Paul. Yeah. I mean, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> yes, I think it'd be difficult to argue against that, wouldn't it? But how do you feel about England's chances? I wonder if the same that? person came up with that headline and sold it to all three papers. Really good idea. Hmm. They're not denying it. Not, he's probably on the run now. <laughs> Star banging down his door with that mouldy lettuce. I just think people are losing their minds over it. We drew a difficult game. We're top of the group. I mean, I'm over it now. What? Over it in what way? It was boring at the time, yeah. and I was like, oh, it'd be quite nice mm. to see a goal. I think that was the oh. definite sort of overriding feeling in well, the second half. that would be lovely, half. It goal. would have been really, Come really on, nice. Gareth. Yeah. Maybe someone should have said to him, maybe we should score a goal. But, um, you know, it, I didn't, it didn't sort of affect my mood when I woke up this morning, let's put it that way. You know what I do like about Southgate is no matter what's happened, he's got a very soothing way. Has he? Know? 
I thought we played well in the circumstances last night. I thought we topped the group. I thought they pressed well. They were very athletic in the midfield. We expected that. I thought we negated that. And you go, yeah, you know what? Actually, yeah. You know what, Gareth? You're right. I think we you could do him what, after Gareth, that. I think yeah. I will buy that copy of Men's Health magazine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think we could do I with him. I will give yeah. £2 a month to that animal for charity. He could convince you of everything. Yeah. But I just think in like distressing national moments, do you know what I mean? After the Queen's passing, he would have been, you know, I mean, we do know that this happens, uh, <laughs> but there is another monarch on the way. You know, they're highly qualified. <laughs> they understand the role. You go, you know what, Gareth? He's taken on a father of the nation element, hasn't he? Yeah. I love him for it. He's a nice guy, yeah. Such a nice man. And it, it, Wales as well, of course, losing to Iran, but can still qualify. It's looking less likely. It is. Did you watch the Iran game? I did, yeah. You said in your opening you thought uh, Wales were unlucky to concede well, in the 88th. Yeah, no, 98th and 102nd minute. Once you've got that I far. I've like watched Schindler's list by the end of that game. <laughs> oh, man. It was so long. It was really long. It was. It was up there with The Irishman and Titanic and, well, you said it, you know, other long films that I'm now naming. What, what was, if, if England America last night would have been mm. a film, what would it have been? Um, you know what? Bridget Jones 2. Boring. Angela's Ashes. <laughs> what are you picking all these bleak films for? <laughs> all you watch is sad films. No, it's not. I've never actually seen Angela's Ashes or Schindler's List. That was Kate Bush. You know, she's a great artist. and <laughs> It's gone a bit Beckham there, hasn't it? You know? It's a great country, Gary. The facilities are great. <laughs> I always... I mean, let's not get into the deep politics of any country, but it is really funny when um, people like Beckham end up in situations like this one. Like, no one is... The protests about Qatar are not about the facilities. No one's saying the stadiums aren't good enough. That's not the issue. Completely... Mis- well, look, the air conditioning's great. You know, you stand near it, it really cools you down, Gary. But there has been a little bit of people kicking off about the tents, the, the kind of uh, fan village where everyone's being put up. That does not The Wendy good. houses. Man. It's definitely got a fire festival vibe about it. It has, yeah. It? Just like, you're just in tarpaulin. Yeah. You're like, well, this can't be. People have paid thousands of pounds. You'd be disappointed. It's lovely at night, though. You pop your head out the tent, you see the stars, <laughs> Gary, you know. I mean, I wouldn't stay there, do you know what I mean? I'll be in the palace with the rest of them, but you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> also, Beckham's face. What about it? It's a good face. Well, yeah, but it's less good a face than it used to be. Well, yeah. Starting to look a bit Simon Cowell. T- in the end, time makes fools of us all, Matthew. Hang on a minute. You've gone from like you've gone from a jingoistic opening about sushi and sausage to like deep philosophy. Was that Confucius? What was that? <laughs> Time makes fools of us all, Matthew. There's still like an hour and a half left. Just sign off with that. We'll see you again next week. But no, Time makes fools of us all. Face is not what it was. You know, he's getting older, isn't he? He is, but that's not the point I'm making. What it's is the th- point you're making? Well, I think he may have changed his face. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying he's swapped so, it. It's not like well, he's done a bit of work done. I think, yeah, it looks like he has. Nipping I don't want to tuck. But he didn't need it, did he? He's a handsome man. Mm. I mean, you on the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, what an honour, what a privilege. We are supporting Redditch United today in our Glory Hunters feature. And we are joined now by the chairman, David Faulkner. David, welcome to Rock and Roll Football. Good afternoon, gents. How are you? We're very good. good How does you. it feel to have the support of the station, of the nation, behind you this <laughs> afternoon? Well, the, the station is not in my car every day. So it's a little bit surreal, to be quite Fan of the show, fan of the show, fan of the station. You're part of the Absolute Radio family now, David. So tell us about um, Redditch United. Obviously, you're seventh in the league at the moment. Um, what, what are your chances of promotion this year? 
Well, I'm pretty honest at the moment. We're, we're dreaming. Uh, <laughs> I mean, COVID actually saved us from getting relegated. So at the time, we were bottom of the league. We'd, um, we'd lost 20-odd games in a row. COVID saved us. So for us to be at this level is fantastic. We survived last season, which is our last full season. And this year, we've just really kicked it on, which is great to see. And what, what about Redditch United as a club? I mean, um, we know that it's lower league football, but do you have issues that other f- football clubs suffer from? Do you have a hooligan element? Uh, we've, we've got a few supporters on our coach today. I mean, this is our, our biggest journey of the season. But, you know, we've uh, we've certainly got no hooligan element. The Redditch uh, army army. <laughs> Yeah. Well, we're all supporting you today. As well as being the chairman, you're also the CEO. So what was your career path to becoming a, a chief executive and a chairman of a football club? Is this something that you'd always planned? Uh, not at all. Not all. Uh, my background is actually education. Um, I joined the club coaching in 2009, been around it. I got on really well with the, the, the previous chairman and, and when he moved on. Uh, we had a chat and somehow found myself in the, in the seat. It's... Um, Certainly not, not the role that people might think it is. Sounds like it was quite a gangster handover. It's all a bit godfather that you went to see the previous <laughs> chairman and then he was leaving and you came out as a made man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we, we, we always got on well and, um, you know, it was it was good to be trusted. I think, um, you know, often people think about uh, chairman and, and Cheryl's directors, they think about Premier League. It's very different at non-league and... I think for, for me, I'm just a custodian. Some quick questions about the club. How much does uh, you, your shirt cost if I wanted to buy a Redditch United kit? Uh, 35 quid, I think. Have you got any special Christmas merch? Uh, we've got a load of new Bob Blacks that are coming in. We're having some, some uh, standard ones and some premium ones. Ru- Rudolph the Redditch nose reindeer. <laughs> I love that. Genius, <laughs> you've got to do it, you've got to do it! <laughs> We're definitely nicking that idea. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, what's the best food that you sell inside the stadium? Our burgers are quite famous. Are they? Um, uh, yeah, burgers, they're just, they're just too big. In fact, when we changed over to the, the new, the new no, burgers, I, I, I had a double and I, to be honest, I couldn't eat it. But, <laughs> but I could. And I bet Paul McCaffrey could as well. <laughs> I definitely could. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a struggle. Well, we've had a new cat who managed to join us about a month ago, so our hospitality food. So uh, he's, he's stand out. We've got some really big hospitality packages, so I might have a treat you to one of them if you can get down. But oh, that sounds great. I looked on your website when you're showing the England games. It's only £3 a pint. I know. Crazy. <laughs> you can have the old country down there. It's the cheapest pie in Britain. That's my idea. manager even made it. If you reserve your place in advance, you get an extra pound off your first drink. What? That's money, that is. <laughs> right, everyone get down there now. Oh, David, this has been such a treat. Hopefully, we'll get to talk to you next week as well. Fantastic. Really appreciate the support. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. A big goal in the World Cup, Paul McCaffrey. Lewandowski for Poland. (laughs) Who? Lewandowski. (laughs) Lewandowski. Robert Lewandowski scoring for Poland. And the game is now finished. Poland 2, Saudi Arabia 0. Poland in the driving seat in Group C. They are top of the group. But Argentina play Mexico at 7 o'clock tonight. Very exciting stuff. It is. Now today in Glory Hunters, we are supporting Redditch United. We had the chairman on earlier. They've already, by the way, your idea of uh, Rudolph the Redditch... I'm not overly happy about this, to be honest with you. It was a sort of throwaway comment in a conversation and they've now started a huge marketing campaign off the back of it. 
of it. They have. If you go on the Redditch um, United uh, Twitter feed, they've already mocked up a Rudolph the Redditch nosed reindeer. I oh, know. Unbelievable. Hopefully My lawyers will be in touch. <laughs> right, yeah, you'll have to get one for <laughs> So, um, let's go to Redditch, Paul. Redditch. <laughs> Tell us about a it. A town... I'm about to. Just right. A town in northeast Worcestershire. Where? <laughs> Worcestershire. With Robert Lemon Dusky. <laughs> 15 miles south of Birmingham with a population of 85,000. Producer Liam is actually from there, just for transparency. Oh. In the 19th century, it became the international centre for needle and f- the needle and fish alt- fishing tackle industry. Oh, my word. <laughs> Put my teeth back in. At one point, <laughs> can you believe this, 90% of the world's needles were manufactured <laughs> in the town. Just seems hard to... Hang on, what, all needles or just... All needles. Really? Yeah, 90% of them. Rick Mayles, Kevin Turvey, the man behind the green door, was set and filmed in Redditch. Uh, Birmingham and national TV comedian Jasper Carrot often makes Redditch uh, the repeated butt of his jokes, for example, over the difficulty of escaping the Redditch ring road. Uh, John (laughs) Balnam... Led Zeppelin drummer, he's from Reddit. John Bonham. Yeah, John Bonham. Nigel Clark from Dodgy. Robert Lemondusky. John <laughs> yes, Benham. Right. Like Can he... you not pick up everything that I say wrong today, please? But it's like, you're, it's like you know, like fake designer, like Will Florent and stuff like that. It's like you're flogging these fake celebrities down the market. <laughs> Uh, John go. Bonham, uh, Nigel Clark from Dodgy grew up in Redditch, and it's not just good music. Harry Styles from <laughs> oh! One Direction, also Whoa. born in Redditch, moved to Holmes Chapel. Uh, fun fact, I actually went to a bakery in Holmes Chapel. Uh, it turns out uh, Harry Styles used to work there. There's a huge picture of him on the wall. I had a ham and coleslaw cob. It was delicious. Uh, John Joe Lolly. God, John, John not, Lolly there. Former of Nottingham Fosh, He was born there. Um, also, Charles Dance. Wow. Born in Redditch. Uh, so the biggest till last. Well, that's not the last one, actually. My favourite, Tom Paddock. Who? Uh, well... Who you pronounced that? The, Tom Selleck, you idiot. No, Tom Paddock. He was known as the Redditch Needle Pointer. <laughs> <laughs> Champion heavyweight bare knuckle boxer. <laughs> from 1856. 1822 to 1863. What was his name? To- Thomas Paddock, the Redditch Needle Pointer. What? He sounds like a right on. Thankfully, he's long gone. Yeah, I know. Slag him off now. <laughs> the Redditch Needle Pointer, the bare knuckle boxing champion of the world. Uh, yes. Wow, well, what an amazing... Usually, you know, obviously the music suggests that it's going to be quite wholesome facts. Yeah. That's been really quite punchy. I know. Redditch is quite the place. Unbelievable. Now, you may have seen during the Tunisia-Australia game, or you may have missed it, uh, that the uh, Tunisian player Hannibal Medjbury, also plays for Manchester United, threw a ball at uh, Mitchell Duke, the Australian player, as he lay on the floor. It almost caused a mass brawl during the game, which obviously is great when you're watching it on television, although we do not <laughs> condone violence on this show. Uh, neither does any arm of the Bauer family. Um, but it, it's that great drama that happens. Um, getting hit... So many kids at school get hit with a ball in the face mm. during lunch break and they always cry and stuff. Um, but obviously, as human beings going about our daily lives on this planet, you can get hit in the face by some pretty strange things. Yes. Um, so text us on 8, 12, 15. What's the strangest thing that's ever hit you in the face? Paul McCaffrey, by the looks things, quite a lot. <laughs> I knew! <laughs> I, I, I was just sat there thinking, at some point, that's where this is headed. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, do you know what? I did actually get hit by a firework. What? I, yeah. 
Um, we that must re- have been terrifying. Yeah, it was terrifying. Thanks for bringing it up. So what happened? <laughs> Did someone aim it right at you? No, or was no, it a mistake? It wasn't aimed at me. <laughs> it okay. was, uh, it, we, we set one off. You know when you let them off in a milk bottle, a rocket? Yeah. And then the, the milk bottle fell over as it was sort of setting off and it just flew up and it smack. Um, and w- did you bleed? I had a big, yeah, I had a big scab, like a burn on my, on the side of my face. So it really hurt? It really hurt, yeah. Oh dear, so this is actually quite serious. Well, it's, I'm over it now, I was 13, <laughs> it was about 35 years ago. But it really has left its mark, hasn't it? How, how, <laughs> come, how come it so badly affected the other parts of your face? <laughs> I didn't realise you got it right in the mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so cool! <laughs> Paul, by the way, if you've never seen Paul, well, don't Google him, he's searching. Have no, <laughs> you food first. <laughs> you know what I would say about you? You make the most of yourself. <laughs> You're actually a very handsome man, I've Thank told you this on a regular basis. Um, so, <laughs> I mean, that's obviously probably the most horrific thing that's hit you in the face. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, snowballs. Oh, Paul. Although after the firework would have been really good, that would have taken a swelling down. Would have been ideal, yeah. Would have been the Wasn't best the thing. Time could. of year for it, though, sadly. Glory hunters on rock and roll football. Two big goals in our glory hunters game, Paul. Unfortunately, they've not gone the way we had hoped. Uh, Darn it, Leiston, Leiston, Leiston. You tell me, pal. Le- let's go with Leiston. <laughs> <laughs> Apologies if that's not how it's pronounced, but that's how I'm going to say it. Uh, our two 0 up. Folks scored one, and then there has been an own goal. So the way it stands, we'll be supporting Leicester or Leicester next week. Leicester, I think that's probably. Let's say Leicester. Like yeah, where is it? Well, if you're from there, let us know. H twelve fifty. Oh, Liam's the smug face of a man with Google, then <laughs> beaming smile of someone with a keyboard. Uh, Rod has been in touch. Um, he says the contents of a toilet. I forgot to open the outlet valve on a boat toilet, and it exploded back out of the pan. Oh no, Rod. Presumably not diner Rod, because then he wouldn't have uh, made that mistake. Oh, that, I mean that's. Disgusting. That is. It reminds me of the dance tent at Glastonbury that year when they uh, were emptying out the toilets, but they had it on reverse and it just ended up filling the dance tent with human waste. What, they blew the toilet back into the tent? You know the big trucks that go around at Glastonbury sort of emptying out the toilets? Yeah. They had that, but then they accidentally turned it the other way, so it started (laughs) pumping it back out. The dance tent (laughs) filled up with... Crud. <laughs> oh, no! Were you in there? No. <laughs> Thankfully not. By the looks of things, you still haven't washed some of it off. But... <laughs> Do you know what? I got a leaf in the face the other day. And Did I you... can't believe it was like being slapped in the face. What, the force of it? The force of the impact. I thought someone had happy slapped me. I went, oh! <laughs> and it was just stuck you to my face. You don't hear much about happy slapping anymore. Is that sort of... Well, I, I think it was just an internet thing, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. People used to slap each other and film it, for those of you that aren't aware of that. Terrible internet I know. face. a weird period of time. I suppose we've had a lot more to worry about since then, but... Fair point. Bigger fish to fry. <laughs> yeah. um, if you ever had a fish in the face, let me know. 8, 12, 15. <laughs> but a, a leaf. You had a leaf in the face. This A conquer on the... Not a conquer, an acorn. You There's did. a tree near my house. Oh, my word. Do you know what? It's like running past a, a shooting range or something. They fall just en masse. The, the acorns. Yeah. You, they hurt. I got hit on the, uh, the windscreen of my car. I got hit by a sort of like rogue bit of uh, tire rubber, and the sound because I must have been doing seventy miles an hour. It just sounded the impact. And I phoned my wife, and she said, "You are you sure you are you sure you haven't hit someone?" <laughs> really? Like, yeah. I think I probably know if I'd hit someone. So what was the sound like? <laughs> but really loud. <sighs> Scary stuff, isn't it? Yeah. That leaf, honestly, the slap of it. I can't what sort of leaf it. was it? Maple leaf, big one. 
but it's stuck to my face. Because <laughs> obviously when I go for a walk, <laughs> you know me, I get a bit sweaty. It happened the other day. Rubbish. Why would I make that up? I was always making stuff about getting a leaf in the face. Here he comes with his leaf story. Playing the victim. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I live in fear of getting a carrier bag in the face. Oh, yeah. Because I think I might... I think if you... Because the instinct would be to breathe in. Yes. And then I feel like it would be a bit like being suffocated. Also very undignified. I always hate it when you slip up on a wet leaf when you're sort of oh. walking down the street. You look like such an idiot. Oh. So Frank Spencer in it. <laughs> oh, he pulled out of that. <laughs> But, yeah. What, what is it with leaves? What's their problem? Some of them are really slippery, aren't they? Oh, and if you've got the wrong shoe... It's the perfect storm. You've basically got to, if you're leaving the house at this time of year, you've got to go out in, like, blades or something, or, like, crampons <laughs> or whatever they're called. What are those things you put over your shoes in snowy weather? A pair of rock ports. Yeah. Because you, you could just fall over at any point. I know. I once, um, when I was a paper boy... Yes. ...did a full... You know, like, the sort of falls they do in Home Alone, where the feet go right up in the air? Yes. I did that with a bag full of, like, newspapers on someone's drive. Had, I remember being mid-air... And obviously this thing happens in a split second, thinking, this is going to really hurt. But being in the air felt wonderful. I thought, I can see why man wants to fly. <laughs> it's only about 13. Very profound mindset. I can remember being sent up to the shop to get some cat food on a, a, a grifter that was too big for me. Which you had a cat, right? We had a cat. <laughs> yeah, we were just... Really strange diet. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, on the way back down, the grifter was too big for me anyway, but I put the front brake on instead of the back bait and ended up <laughs> going over the handlebars and I winded myself. I was just lying on the floor surrounded by cans of whiskers. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hit your um, thingy oh, on the Oh, man, it was so painful. Yeah, on the bar, yeah. Oh, can you remember catching your... Uh, meat and two veg on the... <laughs> on the sort of, where, what's it called where the handlebar went in? Yeah, just the handlebar. Yeah. I know what you mean. I mean, why did they... How did they oh, not... Oh, the, the pedal, slipping your foot off the pedal and it's spinning back round and catching you in the <sighs> shin. Right on the shin. I mean, when they make these things, you know, they've invented, they, you know, grip shift gears and all sorts of things. And, you know, Pepsi Max has no calories in it. How did they not <laughs> invent a handlebar that, if it, you know, a gentleman... No slip. ...flies off, doesn't... Oh, it's just some sort of cushioning device. Well, the grifter did have a cushioned, like... What's the grifter, the by the way? I didn't pick up on this. It was a rally grifter. They were sort of like... They were almost like a BMX prototype. So they, they kind of predated the BMX. So there was this boxer, then the medium-sized one was the striker, and the grifter was the biggest one. But I got a grifter when I was probably striker size. <laughs> <laughs> right, OK, so it was too big for you. It was I bet you pestered big. your poor parents and said, oh, I want a grifter. <laughs> I want to go to the shops and get cat food. I'm old enough. Oh, me poor nuts. Okay. <laughs> you bang your balls again, Paul. Yeah, so I had a blue grifter and... Um, and blue ball. There's <laughs> <laughs> one here saying that they got hit by half a pork pie at Nebworth 96. I can well believe that. I was there and there was so much stuff being thrown in the air it, before Oasis came to the stage. Pork pies, though, that was Sandwiches, a big thing. Sandwiches, bin liners, shoes, glasses... I mean, if it wasn't nailed down, it was getting thrown in the air. You know, if you got hit in the face by a pork pie at a gig, yeah, would you have a bite? That's always that sort of thing when like uh, something gets thrown at a footballer while they're playing and they take a bite of it and chuck it back in the crowd. It's very nonchalant, isn't it? Yeah. Like, um, but no, if someone threw a pork pie at me, I'd be worried that it had razor blades. <laughs> oh my word! What sort of gigs are you going to? Terrible, macabre experiences you have. Uh, someone else has said, got hit in the face by a boi boiled egg yeah. during Metallica set at Monsters of Rock, Donington well, 95. My first question would there be, hard or soft boiled? I'm guessing hard boiled. Yeah, that's very heavy metal, isn't it? 
It's not very heavy metal to soft boil an egg, is it? No. And also... You get kicked out of most heavy metal gangs for that sort of (laughs) Gangs? Are they heavy metal gangs? You can't be in our gang anymore. You're soft boiling your eggs. Get out. (laughs) Also, if you hard boil them, they're just easier to transport. They're not going to break in your pocket. Not easier to peel. But why Sometimes you t- if you try and peel a soft-boiled egg, you sort of don't get enough purchase on it and the yolk ends up going everywhere. It's a oh, blooming nightmare. It's the last thing you want at a Donington <laughs> mon- Monsters of Rock. Mosh pit. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the Half Time Entertainment. We are delighted to be joined by the chairman of Ashton United, the team that have offered Erling Haaland a winter <laughs> contract because he's not playing at the World Cup. Jonathan Sayer. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Hello. Thanks for having me on. How are you? Really good, mate. Now, we have to declare an interest. We know each other. We met through comedy at the Edinburgh Festival this summer. I learned that as well as being uh, a very talented playwright and actor, you are also chairman of Ashton United. So I was amazed to see on Sky Sports News um, your club getting a lot of publicity, offering Haaland a deal. Was it just a bit of a joke or, or was there a genuine olive branch? You know what? I got a text in the morning from Matt, our, our, our head of media, saying, oh, I've done a... I've done a tweet. Let's see what happens. I didn't, didn't think of it. Didn't think anything of it. And then all day, my phone was buzz, 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 ring, ring, ring. And then Sean said, "You're on Sky Sports News." <laughs> and the whole thing ballooned from there. And then on the back of that, we did actually put in an official um, <laughs> notice to Manchester City, but we we never heard back. So the ball is still in the courts. Oh, that was. I was just going to ask: Have you had any response at all from City or Holland or, or Holland's people? No, none of them. What a Just bunch oh. of Grinches. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it was all a bit of a joke, but imagine they'd said, actually, to keep him warm, you can have him for a few weeks. Imagine that. They're at hot weather training, apparently, so they're probably warmer there than they would be on the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> now, you've got a book coming out about being the chairman of a lower league football club. Um, what sort of book is it? Is it a kind of uh, comedic look at it all, or is it full-on behind-the-scenes kiss and tell? Kind of somewhere between the two. Definitely <laughs> comedic. So I I run the club with my dad. So my dad actually was a semi-pro footballer. Not a very good one. It's probably, <laughs> probably worth adding. But um, all blokes in my side of the family were all kind of low-level sports people and then I came along and I wrote jokes for a living and I'm awful at sport so this is this is the way I've managed to cheat myself into a world that I don't belong in and don't deserve to be part of uh, but we run the club together and I've just written a kind of I suppose it's a comedy diary men with a certain uh, physical um, body can still be alpha in their attitude can't they they can, but I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> so when's the book out? The book is now available if you want to pre-order it at Waterstones, Amazon, all that stuff. But it comes out later next year in May. OK, and what's it called? It's called Nowhere to Run, which I think best describes my predicament. Amazing. Jonathan, thank you so much. Thank you very much. Cheers. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We've had a lot of foodstuffs, but it's taken a, a heck of a turn, Paul. We've been hit in the face by the sheer <laughs> weight of these texts coming in. I was hit in the face by a McDonald's cheeseburger while cycling my bike. Happened in Portsmouth by some local youths driving past in a 306. Sounds like an episode of The Inbetweeners. <laughs> Uh, I was not happy, but fair play to them. It was a tremendous shot. That's from Steve in Maidenhead. It's just reminded me, actually, I, I was uh, walking down St Mary Street in Southampton and there was some local youths throwing around baking-sized potatoes. Oof. Luckily, uh, d- 
didn't get hit by one, but uh, could have been quite nasty had I have done. Cooked or raw? Raw. Ooh, so no like use to you, really. Cooking them and coming out and throwing them around <laughs> in the street. Mind you, why would you throw a cheese... Like a McDonald's cheeseburger? What a waste of good food. I know. Chuck the wrapper, fine. Yeah, That's into the bin. Have you seen that, actually, today? <laughs> Looking to put uh, people's red uh, license plates on McDonald's um, like cups and stuff to stop them littering. Great idea. You know what? As well, and if you just get a walk in, your face, <laughs> yeah. your face, your, your face scanner for everything you buy, and that goes on everything. And then if it ends up on the floor, I suppose what you'd have to work out there is at what point does it become more costly to start doing that than it would to be litter is a major problem, Paul. It is, yeah. And people should, life in prison, minimum. And then we have the trial. <laughs> um, someone here, Julie from Essex, says, my hubby had a huge cyst on his back. We looked it up and it said it can, if it contained mainly fluid, cut it with a crafting scalpel. Ooh, so he asked me to. God. The fluid flew out straight into oh, my face. no. Covered my glasses, went up the wall and splashed back off the cooker. How much was in there? It was like Noel's house party just <laughs> popped out of his back. I gunged. The kids laughed, but his sis thing went and never came back. Oh, OK. Judy from Essex. Happy, weird happy ending, but a happy ending nonetheless. In the FA Cup second round, some scores to bring you Wimbledon, losing 1-0 at home to Chesterfield. Portsmouth winning 3-1 at home to MK Dons. Sheffield Wednesday losing 1-0 at home to Mansfield Town. Uh, oh, Redditch! Redditch have scored! Glory Hunters on Rock and Roll Football. Done it the wrong way around, but Redditch have scored. <laughs> and then I hit the hairball, which is good news. Come on, Redditch, get one back. We're supporting you. Text us on 8 12 15, the weirdest thing to hit you in the face. And here's our face correspondent, Paul McCaffrey. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say it's weird, but back in 82, I went to my best friend's boyfriend's uh, weekly Sunday footy match. For some reason, my friend and I stood behind the goal. All of a sudden, a guy not known for scoring kicked the ball and it hit me straight in the kipper. She said <laughs> face, but uh, it really hurt. He scored twice that day because he got the goal and got the girl. What? I ended up marrying <gasps> him. Still together today. Little heart emoji Michelle from Gravesend. That's incredible. So hold on. Mm. She went to watch a friend's football match or yeah. whatever. She gets hit in the face by a footballer's yes. ball. Yep. <laughs> no, no. A, a, a football. Yeah, football. <laughs> and then the guy who launched the shot. Yeah. Wow. As I come over and said, sorry, I hope you're okay. Maybe you comforted her. We presume that. Or, or she's gone, oi! Yeah. He just hit me in the face and he's gone, oh, sorry, I'll take you out for dinner if you like. And then it's gone like that. Who knows? Who knows? I get imagine... back, Michelle, get back in touch and let yeah, us know how this, want to know more about how the story. Unfolded. Uh, Richard Curtis will be in touch, wanting to make that into a film. Uh, Jill says, I've been hit in the face, uh, twice I've been hit in the face, uh, once by a drumstick at a gig... Chicken That's irresponsible. Or is that what you know the when the sort of bands start chucking stuff into oh, the audience? I thought you meant like, like a well, turkey hold drumstick. Hold on a second. <laughs> the last thing anyone needs is a rogue drumstick getting you in the eye. I could blind you. Uh, True. The other, by a pigeon. I, that's terrifying, isn't it? When you're walking down the street and a pigeon comes flying towards you. They usually just sort of veer off at the, at the last minute, but quite, even the wind of the wing of a oh, pigeon. Horrible. They're horrible things, aren't I just they? Don't know Especially how dirty in London. They are. Really manky. Yeah, it's not like a beautiful white dove, no. is it? Or a woodland pigeon. Oh, that'd be nice. Lovely, shiny sort of coat. Wouldn't mind getting hit in the face by one of them. Bright eyes. Oh. Excellent, clean beaks. <laughs> Full set of, uh, what are they called? Talons. Who's got the cleanest beak? <laughs> Who's got the... <laughs> <laughs> well, this... But, you know, like you do, some places you go to pigeons and the, the places and the pigeons look in, you know, really good nick. But you walk around What are you London, doing as you walk they've around? They've got manky feet. OK, who's got the best pigeons Some of them then? are walking around on stubs. <laughs> Their wings are all stuck Ray. together. 
<laughs> so who's got I'm the best pitching then? Who are you? Al Murray? Malnourished. <laughs> <laughs> who's got the best pigeons then in the UK? Well, I live in Winchester. I think the pigeons there are fantastic. <laughs> oh, just such bias. <laughs> have you ever read of Indaloo, Paul? I, do you know what? I don't think I have. Ooh. If you're watching Match of the Day tonight, Paul, if you're back in time, what would you have for your, your evening meal? Uh, well, now you've said curry, it's hard not to think of that. Yeah, maybe a chicken madras, chicken jalfrezi. Paul saying chicken madras. Garlic chilli chicken. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely. <laughs> be nice to have like a... It's always nice to have something that's sort of on theme with whatever the game is. So maybe... Well, you're obviously having fajitas for tea, yeah. as we discussed. Oh, yeah, there. that's kind of Mexican. I mean, it is Mexican. Kind of Mexican. <laughs> All right. get more Mexican, could it? Well, I, I guess Fajita. not. No. Yeah, if I said it in an accent, then it'd be even more. So there you go. It just got more Mexican. Um, now, we're talking about things that have hit you in the face. Becky in Norwich tells... Um, I'm not going to recreate... The, I'm not going to retell the whole story. It's about um, her daughter when she was a baby and, you know, things squirting out. Um, but then she says, a few years later, she wandered off with her brother in a local DIY store, proudly came running back to say she'd used the big toilet. Oh dear, she'd gone in the display loo. We hastily ran out. Years later, I worked in that store and I was told of the incident. I've never owned up, but she hates that story. So, um... Well done for reading it out on national radio. So that's Becky in Norwich. Her daughter does not want that story repeated. Um, what else are people getting hit in the face by, Paul? Well, Ben from Watford said he was playing golf in St Albans, where I am actually playing this evening. So be careful. Uh, oh. Jason Manford off of Absolute Radio. Uh, and he says, as I teed off on the first hole, the tee spin and went pointy end up my nose. Oof. Paul, you play golf. Has that ever happened to you? No. I'm obviously better than Ben from Watford. Only at golf. I'm sure Ben has his strengths. Well, golf's obviously not one of them, is it? Ooh! Still nil-nil between France and Denmark. Three minutes of added on time at the start of that first half. I, lo- I even love the French kit. Mm. That dark blue uh, jersey with the golden letters. Oh, I love France. I, I just love it as a place, don't a great you? place. Food. Get a bad rap, don't they, really? They do. They do. But, but yeah. we do as well, I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, the food in France is definitely better than... Uh... Do you think there's some um, a, a radio show in France now called uh, <laughs> Rock en Roll Soccer, <laughs> where they're going, oh, I quite like England. I think I love the kit. I think the food is, well, it's not as good as ours, but I think they get a bad rep. Do you know what I love? A croque-monsieur. Ooh. What is that again? It's That's like a, a cheese sandwich. and ham toasty, but then you've got like, the sort of bechamel sauce on top with the bubbly kind of cheese delicious bubbly cheese they get it freshly cooked Paul McCaffrey's bubbly cheese <laughs> get it in the shops now we've got a text here she mm. says hi guys it's the football to the face lady Michelle from End. you know football to the face Michelle from End. she says she's now updating us on how her and this footballer got together mm. she says right after the splat I was a bit hazy my hands were all over my face and I was bent over I remember... Don't. I remember a lot of badly muffled laughter with a sorry in there somewhere. He carried on playing football. He bought me a drink in the local beef eater. Oh, I love this. Afterwards, just a Coke as I was 16. From that moment on, I couldn't stop thinking about him. It was probably just concussion. <laughs> Lol, the rest, as they say, is history. Lovely. Coke in a beef eater. I can imagine him outside in a Ford Capri with... Uh... Michelle from Gravesend in one of those things they used to have along the top of the wind, you know, the... Um... I like Steve and Michelle, yeah. like the names above yeah, yeah. the visor. I mean, what a British way to meet. Hit in the face at a non-league football match yeah. and then taken to a beef eater for a soft drink. So 80s. 
There's something so profoundly romantic about that. Very I find nice. it deeply moving. <laughs> uh, people are also getting hit in the face. If it's led to love, then do let us know. Very last minute. In fact, no. Text on eight twelve fifteen. What you're going to eat for munch of the day? Either watching the highlight shows later, match of the day, or what you're going to eat during Argentina Mexico. I'm having fajita. Ideally, I'd have had it um, with like a, a cocktail. What's the what margarita? Oh, and a bottle of Corona. Oh. But I'm not going to. I'm going to have water instead, Paul. Good for you. I'm being healthy at the moment. Well done. I'll tell you why. It's because I'm playing the Palladium tomorrow night. It's oh. Absolute Radio Live, hosted by Frank Skinner, myself, Ramesh Ranganathan, Zoe Lyons, and many, many more. Uh, and I I just want to be, you know... On top four. I want to be on top You don't want to do that on over, do you? No, God, no. You'll be at the Palladium Good sweating. Luck. It's exciting, isn't it, playing the Palladium? You said it like I needed it. Well. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck, mate. You doing the Palladium. Oh. <laughs> Crikey, good luck with that. Um, but people are getting hit in the face. Uh, Henners says, uh, a mate of mine launched a boomerang from point-blank range. His brother, standing in front of me, ducked out the way and I got it square in the cheek. Ooh. Boomerang in the cheek. He's got a boomerang on his cheek. Problem is, if you get hit by a boom, if you get a bruise from a boomerang, it just keeps coming back. <laughs> I won't be doing that at the Palladium tomorrow. Oof, tumbleweed. <laughs> Next on Rock and Roll Football... It's Munch of the Day. So oh, it's Munch of the Day! Talked over my own... Oh, no! Oh, I talked all over my own jingle. I've ruined it, haven't I? Chump of the day, that's me. <laughs> what a fool. Anyway, people getting in touch. Uh, Josh from Barnsley. Uh, Barnsley. Sound like that, do they? Barnsley. Oh, Barnsley. So after you all talking different curries earlier in the show, we decided to ditch the shepherd's pie and order an Indian takeaway for Ooh, football tonight. Oh, lovely. Oh. Steve from Luton is having a pizza. Ooh, I wonder what pizza he's going to be having. I'm having fajitas. Paul, what are you going to have? I'll be out working, so I'm just going to grab what I can while Oh, I'm... you know, I hate the passive-aggressive... Actually, I'll be, I'll be working. <laughs> yeah, some of us can't actually watch the football because we'll be working. Yeah. If you could eat, which you obviously could, yeah. what would you have? Uh, Chinese. Oh, lovely. What's your favourite dish? Kung Pao chicken. Ooh. Bit of duck to start with. Maybe a sort of a assorted... I'm really getting into salt and pepper chips or chicken. Salt and pepper chips? Yeah. Yeah, chips. Salt and pepper chips. Oh, rather than vinegar. No, salt and pepper, though. So it's like got garlic, uh, ginger... What? And peppers in there, isn't what? it? What? Ginger in there? Yeah. What, the chips? Spring onion. Yeah, like it's a sort of... And then they, oh, man, they... Well, I've they never had that. Off the scale. Really? Yeah. Oh, OK. Well, that's a... They are a top I can't tip. believe you've not had salt and pepper chips. I know. I know. I don't know what's going wrong, Paul. I'm, you know what it is? I, I'm, I'm trying to be good, but I've started adding Christmas food to the weekly shop now. Have you? Yeah, so I've got some... Um, Yuletide log. <laughs> <laughs> what do you call me? Um, I've added some turkey and stuffing crisps. Oh. And some... Is it leb... Kuchin, Lebkuchin, like the Polish um, oh, cakey yeah. chocolate. Raisin thing. in it. Yeah, oh, it's nice, isn't it? The Seance of the Living on Rock and Roll Football. Send us your questions and Matt Dyson will summon a spirit through the void to answer them. Okay, so we are looking to summon, if possible, uh, Roy Keane. Hmm, okay. Um, and we have a question here from a listener who wants to know his thoughts on cryptocurrency. Crypto! 
it's a lot. It's a joke. Look, you, you can't, your currency. I'm not surprised it's gone down the toilet. You got. <laughs> is that Roy Keane or is that someone else? Does it sound like Roy Keane to you there, Paul? You are the wrong number. <laughs> not Jimmy Cricket. <laughs> Crypto's a lot. It's just a lot of stupid stuff, isn't it? Look, if I'm going to use a currency, I want it backed by a central bank, right? If I'm using the pound. <laughs> doesn't sound like Roy Keane at all. <laughs> oh, where am I from? <laughs> Keno. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the crypto. You can't be using it. You can't be using it. It's stupid. Look, it, it, there's no way you can use that for a transaction. You can't walk into Clinton's cards and say, oh, it's my dad's birthday. Can I pay with crypto? They say, it's a pound or, or at one ninety nine or whatever. Go to Tesco and say, I'm going to pay with, what is it, nipple or Bitcoin or whatever it is. You, you can't use all this nonsense. <laughs> it's a lot of, and it's run by nerds and I don't trust them. Not, it, it, you know, there's a difference between nerds and dweebs. Is that I trust a nerd. You know, they work at the Bank of England. It's a central bank that controls the currency. Who's in charge of crypto? Elon Musk and a load of guys who wear hoodies to work. I don't trust the guy. In shorts! In an air-conditioned office telling me what value my currency's in. It's not for me, mate. I'm not surprised it's gone down the toilet. I just think, you know where you are with a pound, the euro, the dollar, all that. You know? It's straightforward. You go, <laughs> show me a, a Bitcoin. You can't do it. You can't, you can't say, oh, it's three Bitcoins. So you, you know, your grandma's never going to sellotape three Bitcoins into a, into a birthday card. But you go, oh, here's a non-fungible token. You, you, you know, you open your online wallet if you're lucky enough. Oh, the server's down. You got no money. And now it's worthless. <laughs> Absolutely stupid. Oh, can I have two one bars and a twirl? Can I pay with my cryptocurrency? <laughs> no, you can't. Get out. You pay with pounds or euros, and that's the end of it. Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Well, that was the show. Paul is now fully naked. No, I'm not. Well, okay. You've got something very small covering. Fully clothed. I've got to say, actually, I'm going to U-turn on what I said earlier. I, I think you naked is actually probably quite a nice sign. Oh, thanks. In a kind of funny way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I imagine every time you take your clothes off, your wife has a bit of a giggle. Every time I take the clothes off, there's one of those sort of petty whistle sounds that you get from <laughs> Carrie Hill. <laughs> I'm not sure it's because... Oh, Paul. <laughs> Look at you. <laughs> Well, this has been a World Cup special. We'll be back next week with another World Cup special where hopefully, can England and Wales get out of the group? If we draw... No. no. One or t'other. Yeah. If if Wales beat us... Oh. Oh. We should have figured this out before we started talking about it. Well, only one can survive, perhaps. Paul's trying to do the mental gymnastics now. Sorry, it's too late in the day for me to think about that. It's all right, don't worry about it. four points as it stands. Mm -hmm. America have got two. So... Iran have got three. Yeah. Hang on. Yeah, it's 4-3-2-1, isn't it? Yeah. So if Wales beat us... Wales would need to beat us. Oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, we'd still go through. Uh, If they beat us 3-0... And Iran would need to draw with USA, so then... uh, Our goal difference would be better than America's, wouldn't it, if we... Oh, this is so hard. Let, we'll figure it... Well, by next week, we'll know anyway. Yeah. But enjoy the World Cup. Um, enjoy the games. If you support Wales, good luck to I mean, extent. listening to that no. after the event is going to be really quite painful, isn't it? How do you mean? Well, because we'll know by then. So anyone listening to this after the event is going to be like, what are they going on about? Know, a pair of wallies. Thickos. Yeah. Thick, naked fools. <laughs> good name for a band. Yes. Oh, I'm going to see the Thick Naked Fools tonight. Mm. Whereabouts? 
Winchester. <laughs> They've got great pigeons there, you know. Thanks for having me. Paul, it's been lovely. We now um, drop you back off. Yep. To, uh, we're supporting Jason Manford tonight. Yes, I in am. St Albans. And then headlining in Southampton. Yep. Oh, it's a big old day. Thank you so much for downloading this. Leave a five-star written review, and we'll see you next week.